2: Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong. I'm your host, Jeff, and I'm here with Chrissy, veteran escapee, survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hello. Also here's Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, the Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. This week, I was thinking about challenge and achievement and hardship and perseverance in doing things just because they're there. Looking at it from way up here though, everything seems better. So what could go wrong with mountaineering? Avalanches?
1: That seems like a good place to start.
0: You'll have snow disagreement from me.
1: Jeremiah, we talked about this.
0: That may be the case, but if we did talk about it, I wasn't
1: listening. It was decided that you would be working the empathy and dread angles, and Jeff was going to handle
2: the puns. Hold on. I haven't finished downloading all of the Mr. Freeze quotes from Batman and Robin.
1: No, Vito.
0: (laughs) That wasn't very ice.
1: (laughs) Not cool.
2: (laughs) Cool.
0: Awesome.
1: You know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I guess so. You mean that avalanches are literally not cool. Someone can die from overheating when trapped in their warm weather gear inside an insulative snow pocket.
2: I don't like that at all. How am I supposed to do mountain-type
0: stuff if I'm gonna cook to death? That's why some avalanche control teams will start proactive avalanches using dynamite.
1: Taking notes here? Hire an avalanche control team.
0: Wait, why would they start an avalanche with dynamite? Because they didn't have mystical powers of snowbending to allow them to wish the avalanche into being, Jeff? Or if they did, Maybe they have to keep those powers secret. Conceal. Don't feel. Got it.
1: I don't got it. If I had that type of power, I would... Let it go! Unleash the fury of the mountain and let the ice blades scythe through the defenseless alpine villages.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Watch the defenseless townspeople run in their lederhosen, let them call for help on their comically oversized horns. Where's your Ricola now?
0: That sounds like a real wild thyme. Speaking of which, did you know that wild thyme is one of the ingredients in Ricola cough drops?
1: I did not.
0: Well, in the U.S. at least, there are subtle differences between American cough drops and EU cough drops.
1: EU cough drops are used as a supplement to and not in place of a functioning healthcare system.
2: Ooh, sick burn. Thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of sick burns, frostbite. I, I fail to see how that is a burn. Speaking of sick tissue damage,
0: doesn't have the same ring to it.
1: I beg to differ.
0: Uh, well, Chrissy and tissue damage go together like hypothermia and wanting to take a nap for a little while because you don't feel that cold anymore. It's practically cozy now. Uh, Things, I think? Totally a complimentary comparison
2: speaking of tissue damage
1: oh right frostbite lends an element of the grotesque to otherwise ordinary winter survival stories for example
2: i'm not listening i'm not listening
1: in the woods of the klondike tundra a trapper left their family alone to head to town for supplies and then like the family was in their cabin and it got really cold and the fire went out but the trapper had taken the firewood with him like comically strapped to his back leg. Like, but what's really funny about that is and he tried to start a fire and he couldn't start the fire. So actually he got really bad frostbite too. And like there, he got that necrotic thing where like the black starts coming up your legs.
0: Hello, What Can Go Wrong listeners. It's me, Jeremiah, the editor. Instead of this macabre tale of heartache and loss, we'd like to invite you to partake in about 10 seconds of guided meditation. First, picture a rainbow made out of unicorns, Cheerleader unicorns that are winning their first competition for an arch the likes of which the judges have never seen before. Their hooves planted firmly on the ground or the backs of their teammates. Their nostrils flaring with effort. Their horns bobbing to the EDM that synchronizes their routine. Be one of those unicorns. Be. And uh, that should get us back to the show.
2: Well, that was an incredible story, and I will have nightmares forever.
1: The sounds of that night echoing across the tundra of your mind whenever you sleep.
2: Yet it is also a tale of endurance of the human spirit, and I will treasure that aspect of the tale forever. Darn it.
0: Let us never speak of this tale again. Speaking of which... Oh no.
2: Yes! Alpine Lodges. You've got to have a home base for all that climbing. You do, and it's
1: probably a psychotically charged murder castle built in a spot of native cultural significance by an oppressor in such a way as to magnify the offense to local paranormal entities such that it could corrupt the inhabitants and cause them to murder. 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 Murder!
2: I I like how they are made out of logs with the big peaked roofs so the snow can slide off.
1: Accumulated ice on one of those peaked roofs can slide off and decapitate someone. Hypothetically.
0: One of the few instances where eavesdropping can be fatal. Really? What are the others?
1: They're mostly mob-related.
0: Yeah,
2: loose lips that sink your ship. What do mobsters have to do with mountain climbing?
1: Ever hear of the Winterhill Gang?
2: Point Chrissy. I feel like you two aren't able to see the good side of mountain climbing.
1: That's because there isn't one, Jeff. There just isn't. You can't conquer nature. You can only gain a momentary escape from the certainty of your mortality and a nice view. If you're extremely lucky.
0: Where did you get the idea that mountain climbing had a good side?
1: Yeah, Jeff. Where?
0: Oh, I don't know. The
2: movies? The movies? Seriously? Uh oh. I mean, I haven't seen any, but I've heard of a lot of them.
1: <sighs> oh boy. Calm down,
2: Jeremiah. You don't want to
1: film Hulk out on this.
0: I won't, because I'm not as refined or disciplined in my cinematic dissection as film Hulk. Mm. Gulp is right, Jeff. Every movie out there about mountain climbing is about death and loss. Vertical Limit, just about everybody dies. Cliffhanger, just about everybody dies. The Bucket List, which is supposed to be a feel-good movie, ends with one character carrying the other character's ashes up to a mountain peak and then dying at the summit. Well, spoilers. I was going to watch that one.
2: Ruin some books, too. Do it.
0: Touching the Void is a story about a dude who pushes his friend off a cliff and leaves him for dead. Uh, Snows of Kilimanjaro. Kills a leopard mountaineer. A leopard! Into Thin Air explains that Mount Everest is more or less a mountain-shaped pile of corpses.
1: Lord of the Rings would be on that list of mountain-climbing disaster books were it not for the great eagles.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, uh, on that note, I think that's about all the time we have.
1: We'd have even less time if we tried to climb a mountain.
0: Don't climb mountains. Go spelunk a bunker.
1: Not my bunker.
2: Christy and Jeremiah, please give our audience your kind farewells.
1: I cannot stress enough how bad an idea mountain climbing is. I could have gotten a lair somewhere high, like a volcano, but I didn't because I'm not dumb, and I don't want to die.
0: And if you do go mountain climbing, be sure to bring lots of friends, especially someone who's affable and winning, Uh, someone the audience can really connect to, so that when they die, as a result of your folly, your pathos is tangible and real.
2: I guess if you don't want to go mountaineering, you could always go flying in a squirrel suit. Thanks for listening. Good night.
1: All right, actually, well, quiet on the set, everyone, okay. And go from concealed, don't feel.